ass eating, I think right now is completely off the table. Oh, because I truly, I'm a little bit, I'm scared. I don't want to get sick. You're scarred. You're scarred from the strap. Yeah. Like if I'm like, oh God, I really just want to eat this ass. Like, how do I know? But it doesn't um, have strep. How? You are so traumatized. Did you know, did you know, did you know the Whitney Houston song, How Will I Know is about eating ass? <laughs> My New York City weekly show is back starting on August 1st. Patrons get free and discounted tickets. Uh, Patreon.com slash WHGS. And my mailing list people get first dibs. Uh, so go sign up at AshleyGavin.com or we're having GaySex.com. And also just an amazing announcement. I am partnering to do a huge fundraiser for the Queer Detainee Empowerment Project with Cool Hand Movers. Cool Hand Movers is amazing. The QDEP project is amazing. I'm gonna talk about them in the middle of the episode, but basically Cool Hand Movers is providing editing resources for us. Thank you so much. And they are matching Patreon donations and donating it to QDEP. So patreon.com slash WHGS, Google Cool Hand Movers if you can't wait till the middle of the episode. Um, And yeah, this is a fun episode. I hope you guys are having a great week. It's Monday. I hope it is a great week. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Oh my gosh. Very exciting. A last minute special guest. A last minute. A friend of Kate. A, a friend of the A favorite of mine. A favorite wow. You have favorite talked to mine. me about Lou on several occasions and how <laughs> I don't remember why but you have talked to me about how talented he is. Funny, charming, talented, wow. smart. Um, I can't disagree. <laughs> I can't. Because I think one of the things is I come from a family that I would say particularly my father who was um, wildly antisocial and so like that bled into this toxic humility that I've discovered that I have. Toxic humility. Yeah, where it's just sort of like anytime anyone gives me a compliment, I deflect it or I feel bad when I hear it. Mm. I, I feel that yeah. way too. Yeah. But I am also simultaneous the first person to let people know that I think I'm a genius. <laughs> I also, and that's where my mother comes in. I also have that. I tell people straight up. I was like, no, I deserve, I deserve the things that I get. It's like, I've, I've worked for it. Also, yeah. I'm naturally talented. And, you know, just growing up in this world, I just realized that just there's so many people who are far less talented and charming than me, just like getting things. Getting everything. Yeah. And so, and so like, and this past Name year. Name them. I'm kidding. Yeah. And so, um, uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, Honestly, yeah. the, why is that not the ultimate inequity standard that we have? Because the whole idea is that like everyone has equal opportunity and everyone can pull themselves up because it's America and it's all equal. But it's like rather than showing the negative examples, let's show the positive examples. If you have enough money, you can buy being president. Well, yeah, I, again, 
the uh, American dream is a lie. And so like, I realized that like, uh, like in my late twenties, uh, uh, and that's why the late twenties, I think for most people are very angsty. And then it gets really sad because you think once you're 30, you're dead, but that's actually when things started getting better for me. So yeah. much happens yeah, in so your 30s. So much better. Like there's, like there's these young gays walking around being scared of being 30. And I was like, I feel so sad for you, but also I'm excited for you, for you to grow into an actual person because you're not a person right now. You're just an amalgamation of identities that you're just like glomming onto. And he's like, I'm this, I'm that. It was like, you don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Um, you have no idea. And you probably won't know until like you really have to make a choice about it. Yeah. Um, and rich people don't have to do that. Rich people don't have to make a choice about who they are. They can always be like, well, this is what I want. So I'm going to get so it. So I'm going to get it. <laughs> Same thing with like hot people too. What about people who've done a lot of work to make themselves hot? Like in recent history, <laughs> well, like maybe people they've who've gotten, like- People who've turned hot? Yeah, what about those people? Uh, Not that that's important to me. <laughs> I do, I do think people, well, I also do Kate think- Kate laughing just goes to show how unhot I used to well, be. Well, I do think people find, like people who find their hotness and it's not a physical thing. Mm, confidence. It's, yeah. But also eyebrows. <laughs> and, and I, eyebrows and are I'm, a big part of it. And I'm blessed that I've always had good eyebrows. My sister hates me for my eyebrows because she has to work to get them and I don't have to do anything with mm, them. Mm. I also find that if I happen to get my eyebrows done, it makes my face look fake. Interesting. Mm. And I like the sort of natural yeah. little... Yeah, I, have, I do have I've great eyebrows. I've got coming in right now yeah. that I'm not... I would normally be upset about it, but I, I feel good about them today. I These are these are my normal eyebrows, and I really like them, except at the end of a long day, the ends <laughs> will turn up like I am a Disney villain. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean What do you mean by the a long day? The end of a long day. I don't yeah. know. I don't you know. know. I just like brewing shit over a cauldron. I don't do a lot of poisoning self-grooming. apples. You're, you're working, working, that, working that 16-hour union job. <laughs> just Why like, would your eyebrows respond to hard work? No, no. It's, it's just like I don't really groom that much. So I wake up in the morning and I go like this with my fingers. So I'm not really like brushing my eyebrows or putting brush gel in them do, uh, do I, people I put gel, gel their eyebrows I, I actually do for like okay. photo shoots well or... so all i mean is like throughout the day as i'm smiling and frowning and sweating the the ends of the eyebrows just turn do you think up that's from your natural curls <laughs> i don't know yeah, you do have maybe. natural curls, and maybe that is a part of that. I'm not even kidding. I sound eyebrows. like a fucking idiot right yeah. now. <laughs> maybe I have curly eyebrows. I, the, I don't because I've never met any. Well, I mean, I know other people with curly hair. I don't, <laughs> but I've never asked them if their eyebrows curl at the end mm. of a long, hard day. Well, if this is a new discovery for me that they they upturn uh, um, like a villain. Yeah. When do you discover this? Like, do, is it like really catch it in the mirror? Or? Yeah, I would get, catch it in the mirror. I think it's sweat and humidity. My brother would make fun of me relentlessly for okay. this feature. And, and, that's, and, that's, and, that's where, and that's where it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's shit. where it is. It's your shitty little brother. I don't, I don't have a gay sex story. You I've don't? done I did everything to prepare for this except decide what story I'm going to have Lou decide. Let's let's do introductions. Okay. okay. Yes. Um, we always forget to do yes, introductions yes, yes. Up top. We are in the apartment. We are having gay sex. This week we're having gay sex with the founder of the Squirrel Theater. Am I saying that yeah, correctly? Yeah, yeah, I am a founder, co-founder. Co-founder. There's, there's six of us. Majority queer. Uh-huh. Majority POC. That's right. Improvisation theater and, in here in and, New York City. And sketch. And sketch. Uh, and we're trying to do stand up, but we only have so many nights a week. This is inside baseball that most of these people don't give two flying fucks about. No, they really don't. The way my mom talks about comedy to me is the way I talk to her about like plants that she has. Right, right, and right. And she's like, oh, that's nice. 
Oh, that's nice. Tell me about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. And then my dad's like, do you have a job yet? And I was like, never. I was and like, your I'm grandma's LGBTQUCB. Yeah, yes, that's what yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, never came out to my grandmother. Just let her die no, thinking I was That straight. is one of the beautiful I, I shared experiences of the gay of the gay community yeah. Yeah. is that we have universally decided yeah. that we're going to let our grandparents die without telling them anything. Yeah. I just, I, I think like it's a fun, light relationship. Why ruin it by finding out that they're homophobic? <laughs> like, I don't want to know what level of homophobia she is. And I don't, I was just like, it's just fun being like, hi, grandma, tiny old woman. And just leave it at that. Yeah. And she probably knows somewhere in the back of her mind. I'm, I'm or new. I, I would, I would like to think so. But like when I came out to my mom, she was flabbergasted, which is odd to me because there mm. was, I was lazy with my porn. I just, <laughs> And so I don't know what story she told herself. What? Right, right. Let's go into the detail on that. What is lazy with your porn? Mean? Was it paper? So, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Like I'm hard seeing, like, copies so, just spread out on the coffee so, table. Um, I accidentally signed up uh, to a porn subscription, and it was I accidentally delivered. started typing in my credit card number. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Well, the thing is, is like, listen. At, at the end of the day, it's a business, and they want to market, but yeah. they also need to know that a large majority of their clientele are teenagers in the closet. Yeah. And so, but sometimes they don't give a fuck. And so I got a postcard, very fun postcard. Um, in the mail? Addressed the mail, to you? In the mail, addressed to me. As a teenager? As, yeah. As, no, I was, I was in my... I was like college age. So okay, okay. Like I was college age by So it was then. like a, an appropriate age. It was appropriate age. It wasn't like, it wasn't How like. It was like you were 12 being like, my penis postcard has Exactly. Awesome. No, but when I was in high school, my mom accidentally like found a folder and then put it on the desktop and didn't know how to take it off. <laughs> like, Why of, did she of just it? Of just like a half naked man. And, <laughs> and my mom was like, Louie, what is this? I was like, first of all, how did this, how did you do this? <laughs> um, and then I lied to her and I was like, eh, it was a virus. <laughs> and then she That's just, a great response. Yeah. yeah. It's too bad kids can't really I say know. that anymore. That they really that worked anymore. for a long time. That worked. Oh, <laughs> LimeWire. Oh, destroyed everything. Yeah. Oh my, oh my fucking God. I, uh, uh, when you picked up the phone, uh, naked men appeared <laughs> um, because there was dial up. I, I was dial up back then. So like she knew, but she lied to herself. Mm -hmm. And I think she lied to herself because she knew how difficult a life for queer people could be. And she worked in the 90s doing clerical work and working within AIDS wards in the early 90s. So she oh, wow. knew a lot of queer people. Yeah. So like I never doubted that she would not be okay with me. That's why I was so surprising that she was taken aback by it. But I think it was like a flood of emotions. Yeah. And then she told my father without me telling him. Oh. Um, it was literally like, I was like, okay, I got this handled. I told mom. And then I went to work. Straight people really day. can't keep a fucking secret. <laughs> Straight people are fucking gossip queens. I know, well, right? People say that about gays. That, I know. That, that but we're we gossipy, can keep a secret. but we can keep a secret. <laughs> I mean, we kept one for a while. Right. <laughs> for a minute. I mean, unless you're, unless you're, you know, like, there's people who come out, like, in high school, and I was like, God, how? Uh, yeah. How, how do you Congratulations. do it? Congratulations. I got a message from a 15-year-old kid last night, thinking, you know, talking about the pod and saying how these boys bully her for being gay, and I just said, like, I could never have ever 
even fathomed coming out at 15. Yeah, good for like, her. Like, yeah, yeah, that's incredible. Like, yeah. really special. Should yeah. she consider going back in the closet? It's definitely... <laughs> she said... She I said don't know, the boy... Toxic, like, no, no, no. Absolutely. <laughs> listen, like, do... I can't tell you it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it gets much worse than yeah. where you're at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she was saying... I mean, that's the whole thing. You have to evaluate your freedom to be who you are coming out is not for other people to tolerate you it's for yourself to like be your full person and know that like some people are gonna be fucking assholes and you do have to weigh those consider things safety when you're, yeah safety yeah. and financial stability and things like that she said the boys would make snow like take snow and shape them like dicks and then throw oh the snow God. at her being like, oh, maybe this will fix you. So okay. I gave her a link to an article that says lesbians have the highest level of sexual gratification. <laughs> and I said, you just share this with them next time. Yeah. Maybe they can learn something. So, so, you, you're, so you're, you're writing her comeback. So your so so response to them throwing snowballs was sharing an article like a mom? <laughs> is that is that is that your, you know what? Okay, let's see how it works. Let's see how it works. If science... I know there. I mean, I I was literally like, yes, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. I'll just own it. I yeah. am a just gay welcome mom. her into your minivan, give her some goldfish, and say you can't win them all, honey. Yeah, there are orange slices in the back. Let's get you to that soccer game. It's I I, I first off, I do think that will be useful, but later. Yes, for, for sure, know, like, for sure. But I do think teenage boys need to know that lesbians have the highest level of sexual gratification. <laughs> First of all, they don't know shit, and and anything that you share with them, it's not like they're going to retain yeah, it. Yeah, and they're going to try true. to find a way to use it against you. Yeah, uh, you know, as a former teenage boy, we're a mess. You yeah. know, you grow up in a world that's like, okay, this is how you have to be, which is a monster. Yeah, and then you also have this rampant sexual like surge happens through you. Yeah. yeah, and then combine that with the expectation of what you should be, they're all fucking. You know, because yeah. we're all. I mean, you know, we all have technically different sex drives and sexualities, but throw that and lump that in with what the expectation is right god they're all terrible yeah i had because that could backfire because a a, a teenage ex-boyfriend of mine uh told me that i came too much (laughs) so you know sexuality can easily be wielded against how did he justify that I don't know. He just said you came. He said you came too much. Yeah. Was he what jealous? Was his, and what was Maybe. his frame of reference? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I was the first person he was with. Teenage boys are toxic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. He doesn't know. He was. Well, no frame of reference. His frame porn, of reference was him. And he him. was like, you're right. coming more than I am. More than porn I am. where they don't show women coming. Right. <laughs> they just the, show yeah. a woman screaming. screaming. <laughs> she goes, ah! And that's her coming. <laughs> and then the only come that they finished the everyone it's it's finished off with the man coming yes. and it's like over yeah and then it's done with and i still am unsure of what female sexuality is <laughs> and i watched so much straight porn because we had an uh a legal box and that's also oh, for sure how, yeah. like uh, i was again sloppy with my porn because i would record it on tapes and just fucking leave the tapes around <laughs> um and all the clips were of like the hottest dudes and you know in straight porn there are no hot dudes so you piece it together it's like whoa hot dude here hot dude here <laughs> most of these dudes are not hot he's only collecting hot dude clips my son's gay. <laughs> Your mom has the corkboard yeah. and the red thread in her yeah. bedroom. Yeah. Hot dude, hot, hot dude. dude. No, my dad, dude. my dad's doing it, and my mom's like, "Louis, shut up." No, that's not true. He would tell us. He would tell us if he was gay. He would tell us. He's like, "I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I think he's gay." 
<laughs> well, good good banter up top. I feel like we're warmed up. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a story prepared. I did have gay sex, but we this didn't week. do intros. We did not do intros. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. I am Ashley Gavin. Lou, you copy the format. I'm a cis gay. Oh, and I have an intro for Kate. Oh, Every okay. week I try to come up with a funny little intro for Kate, and this week is risky. Okay. Kate has been calling themselves the fat in the chat. I, I did love not, that. I didn't come up with it. I did, I, come, I did come up with it for myself. And listeners love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. So I have a riff on fat in the chat for okay. anyone listening, and if we don't like it, we will absolutely cut it, and I have a backup riff. Okay. 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 And we'll, and I'll let you, we'll easily let I you will, know how we feel yep, about yep, it. Yep. And it is a high risk one. So here okay. we go. I'm Ashley Gavin. I'm a comedian. I'm a cis gay white woman. She, her pronouns. And then as usual, as usual, the cancel coach, heavyweight, all gender champion of the world. <laughs> Kate Sisk. <laughs> hello, 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 what do you think? hello. You want me to do another one? No, I like that. No, I, like I think that, that was great because it came, it's good energy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. If it was, it was, if it was like a tepid uh, right. saying of that, I'd be like, no, oh, hmm. but you felt you good committed. about it. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a great one. I like that. Yeah, all no, gender champion of the that's world. Very all gender, yeah, that's very good. All gender, all gender champion. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's me, Kate, the fan in the chat, uh, cancel coach. I, um... I'm uh they keep me from getting canceled. <laughs> that's the that's why I have the whistle, just in oh, case okay. we get close calling, to anything problematic. <laughs> I've done this several times now and I always butcher my own intro. Uh my name is Kate. <laughs> I'm uh I'm a bisexual lesbian dyke, I'm white, and uh any pronouns, I hate them all. <laughs> and listener, write in. What do you think Kate's gender is? <laughs> It does not have to be a traditional gender as yeah. we know it. I would prefer it be one, like a combination of consonants and vowels that you feel works. <laughs> <laughs> and that should be the gender that you ascribe to our me, all hmm. gender <laughs> champion of the world. Let me see. Let me see a combination of consonants and vowels. Maybe I'm... Um... <laughs> That's it. it that was, sh- 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 I don't sh- think sh- there were any vowels sh- in there. No, those were all consonants. I'm be quiet. <laughs> and don't tell anyone. Don't talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, that's my gender. <laughs> I literally, Lou set me Lou, up to make up a word. Yeah. You found it. This yeah. is the show. Yeah. You're there. Lou um, really set me up to make up a word, and I literally said shh yeah. to myself. You said it to yourself. <laughs> You'll find it. You know butted it. him. You know butted him. <laughs> a bad improv. Yeah. Uh, Kate's terrible at improv. Um, but, you know, most people are. Most people are. And, and that's why people think improv is bad. It's just Dude, very hard. For real. It is. It's for just real. it's just very hard. That's why I am stalling this starting this episode. I'm still racking. I'm like, what am I gonna fucking talk about? <laughs> um, do you mind doing your intro? We do like yes. anything you want the listener to know about you, basically. Most people do gender pronouns and sexuality. Okay. My name is Lou Gonzalez. Uh gender is whatever. Um I like <laughs> I love being called all pronouns to be perfectly honest. And my sexual identity I, I would guess is gay male. <laughs> uh only because uh I've I've had sex with trans people and it was great. So like 
I guess gender. What's the label? I don't even know. What I feel the label. that would be pan. Pan sexual. Okay, so I'm pansexual. Okay, and gender might be fuzzy. <laughs> Did we just fall upon the perfect gender for me? Because I feel like it's fuzzy. Gender, gender fuzzy. My gender is fuzzy. I love it. I wonder if I can change that in the Instagram. <laughs> Maybe. Can I put fuzzy? Fuzz I think maybe. Bear. Uh, I'm going to stick with fuzzy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to stick with fuzzy. But yeah. All right. Love awesome. It. Thank you for being here. We're excited. I've had gay sex this week. I'm deeply struggling because usually what I do is I make a list of the gay sex stories and I present them to you. Okay. And I'd be like, which one is the most interesting to you? But right now I'm really like, I've had a lot of really good sex, mm. casual sex. The past, I'm, get, I'm out of a relationship and now sleeping with people successfully. And I'm feeling like good about it. <laughs> yeah. Feeling good about the dates that I'm, maybe I'll just like tell a positive story. Yeah. Because I feel like positivity is not always funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think you're a comedian. Because <laughs> it's like positivity can't be funny. Uh, it has to come from pain. Uh, that's the only the, the toxicity. It has to come from trauma. In order for me to share who I am, it has to be all pain. <laughs> um, and that's not necessarily true. I bet you there's some great antidotes in there. Yeah. Um, and I and I bet you there'll be moments in which you'll probably. Um, or wow, they have done something weird. Who's a cheerleader? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that uh, that's also my gender. That, that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cheerleader. I'm a cheerleader. But also, I'm a fuzzy cheerleader. Yeah, lift people up. You that know is what I mean? true. And you are Lou's a an excellent teacher. Yeah, you were saying that. I got I got the chance to to have you in a in a workshop one time, and it really I feel like it cracked me open a little bit. Wow, thank yeah. you. It was very. I, I hope that I'm good. I you know what it is is just I, my energy is constant. Like mom, I'm a constant I feel mom. That. Yeah, and so like constant I want mom. Yeah, constant mom. Mom constant. <laughs> and I the just mom constant. Yeah, and I'm just. <laughs> And I'm just like, hey, it's okay. Why, like, why are you so upset? You don't need to be upset. This is stupid. Everything's stupid. Life is stupid. <laughs> so like, yeah, it com- yeah. You know, like, it comes from nihilism a little bit. Yeah, but like, it's no, like po- a sweet, but positive nihilism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super empowered. Right. Yeah, because it's freeing. It's freeing. I love it that. is freeing because it's nothing like- matters. So. Be who you want to be and who yeah. you are and have fun. The thing that I tell everyone, and I, and I say, have to say this to myself every once in a while, is no one knows what the fuck they're doing. Mm. No one. No one knows what they're doing in sex, in life, in how we view ourselves and how we view the world. We're all trying to simplify the world, yeah. and it's a complex place, so shut the fuck up and, and ride it. Yeah. Okay, well then I'm going to do my happy story yeah. today. Yeah. And Woo. maybe we'll find some fun <laughs> nuggets in there. I have been talking to this actress. She's like a musical theater actor. Okay. She's very talented. You know, obviously when the pandemic hit, that was probably really rough for her, but really cool, really cool person. I showed a picture of her to Kate. <laughs> and what did you remember what you said? Oh, what did I say? You said you looked at a picture of her. Yeah. And you said this looks like the type of girl who would lick my taint and ruin my life. Oh I my God. <laughs> Did I really say that? Yeah, I think that's what you said. <laughs> um, I Like maybe it wasn't mine. Maybe it was, it was your. your. I was, was talking like the to hypothetical. you. I was talking okay. to you. How would the taint licking? Would the, it would I, don't, be I don't believe that I said ruin your life. Did okay. I say you ruin I your life? I just like the implication was very good at sex. Yes. People who are good at sex kind of do ruin future sex for you. If the, you don't they get to have sex with them bar. consistently. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you're I, like, yeah. I was at a party over the weekend and 
I told someone I went through a breakup and I don't remember how probably because I'm an idiot I like showed him a picture of her <laughs> and he was like oh you know you're never gonna love again right <gasps> and I was like yeah yeah absolutely she's just like no physically perfect well also and you're wonderful and still kind. we found the trauma yeah, yeah. here you are talking is, about like, the breakup and, yeah in this pleasant story about a wonderful taint looking yeah we found trauma we found trauma immediately <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like i don't know if we're gonna find taint licking ruin my life um how why how do you think this potential person would ruin your life is it because the sex would be so good that once the sex no I'm longer like happens actively it would be ruined? trying to figure out because i'm in a place where i'm trying to put up really strong boundaries when you're hoeing i feel like the perfect thing is to have a person that you can hang out with who's like a friend who you want to have sex with and you have to be able to keep it at that level like friend that you have sex with and the danger and how is does that, that how go... does that happen because that's never happened to <laughs> right so i'm trying to have boundaries like we don't sleep over there's no sleeping over mm. you know what i mean no like day-long dates this and... literally sounds like when jerry and elaine try to get back together in seinfeld <laughs> it's not like it's not you know no 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 i don't think we're i don't think we're being fair it's not like there aren't a million movies and books that's true, that that's have true. talked <laughs> about this plot. scenario and how it's always worked out um but no i think it can be i've I mean, a relationship's a relationship. Whether it's friendship or whether right. it's it's like, oh, is this a person I can fuck with? When lies start happening or when people start omitting stuff, that's when I think it gets a mm. little, you know. But as long as, you yeah. know, you're yeah. open, it's fine. The sex is really, we went on a date. She's like very femme and I really like femme girls. And okay. on the date, she's like playing with her earring. <laughs> and like, I'm like, okay, all right. Like, you know, like she's... <laughs> She's like I love flirting that the with me. This is actually funny that like the smallest thing elates you. Your face oh my is God. lit up talking about uh, earring Playing touching. with her earring. Because it's just like so feminine and like she definitely likes it's, me. It's very cutesy. <laughs> yeah, it's cutesy. That's why I do like it when someone likes you and they're being cutesy around yeah. you. Yeah. That makes you feel good because yeah. you're having that effect on them. Right. Right. And she knows what she's doing. We had a great time. Like we're laughing. We're making banter. You know yeah. what I mean? And I invited her over and the sex was really good. She let me put my thumb a little bit in her butthole. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Just a little bit. Knuckle? Nothing crazy. Like to the knuckle? D not even to the knuckle. I think like, yeah, like, yeah, maybe. Like to the, okay. Yeah, like so like a here. suggestion. Of like a, yes, a, a hint. Oh, a whisper yeah. of a butt fingering. Yeah. Just a butterfinger mini. Yeah. Not a, not a full butterfinger. Fun size. I would say, I would say, I would say a quarter of a butterfinger mini if I'm going to be fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Just considering just my experiences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, we've got to put this to scale right yeah, everyone in the which room. we will get into <laughs> yeah and we have but the thing is like i really feel like we're building a friendship she we just laugh we're just we laugh all the time when that's we're nice. having sex which is really nice yeah. oh that's fun sex yeah. yeah well last night we were talking about boob energy if Ashley was like a prophet, she would go around spreading the good this, news. That's the gospel about good boob energy. What, it you, matters what, yeah. not the size of the titty. <laughs> what is what is good? What is good boob energy? I believe that there's no one right shape or right size of a booby. What it's really about is the ratios, mainly the nipple to areola to boob. And as long as they are in harmony, sort of like the golden ratio, I don't really know how. What I don't that know is. what that is, <laughs> but I've heard of it. I majored in kind of like yeah. the Pythagorean theorem, um, <laughs> kind of involved. like the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah. 
one one two three yeah. five nipple square plus areola <laughs> yeah. square plus tit square <laughs> equals good boob energy kind of like the digits of pi yeah <laughs> um uh the, the mom constant has to come back into this yeah. somehow yeah the mom constant is how the boobs are affect post childbirth i think the boobs are affected energy equals mom constant squared didn't einstein say that <laughs> Um, MC yeah, constant. really is there yeah. okay that's great uh, you know you know Einstein used science for titties definitely <laughs> you know he did definitely. Uh, definitely you know you just use your frame of reference for all facets of life and I feel yes. like scientists have they just have not shared it with the world and that is disgusting <laughs> to me not that they've already cured cancer, no, but no, that no. they have, they've used science for titties they've used, and that's not They've used there. science for like genitals and like kid shit and they're not sharing it with us. Kid shit. Yeah. If you're just like, oh, I'm talking about like uh, sex and stuff like that with coworkers. To me, that's kid shit because mm. it's like, ooh, mm. it's not because it's not, it's light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, You know, okay. it's like, unless it's like a friend and then you can have a serious conversation right. about it. But for me, got if it, it's got coworkers, it, it. it's kids. Yeah, I thought yeah, we were yeah. talking about children and I was like, what? Um, <laughs> no. But no. we'll cut that. Alex, <laughs> cut that. Okay. Yeah, and we were talking about boob energy. Phenomenal boob energy. She has this wonderful boob shape that's like both round, but also a little bit teardrop, which is great. Just great boob energy. You're describing this so visually and yet I cannot see it. Um... <laughs> I feel like I can see it though. It's They're a, really good. Yeah, that sounds like a great The placement of her nipple. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Really I'm glad you I'm placement. glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. Really I'm sure good. she was enjoying you enjoying it. Uh, I'm I, I hope so. But she was saying she went off birth control and now her boobs are much smaller and she's self conscious about mm. it. And that's when we got into boob energy. I was like, big boobs are not the it's way more about everything working in harmony. Mm. And then I was like, one great thing about big boobs is feeling like smothered by them. But like every mm. size boob has like their pros and cons yes and she started to talk about her sternum but i never really figured out why because she called it her she was like my snurb and then she like was like i'm having a stroke like sorry i'm at my sternum and i was like snurb 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 <laughs> and it sounded like the sims and we just started laughing so hard i was like boobs in simish are snurb snurb you go snurb snurb and then the other person goes nah. and then you can like honk the boobies and we were just you guys are having fun you guys are having fun you're snurb snurbing yeah, you're boob squeezing and like we were talking about little like a joke of like the little green diamonds like hovering above her nipples oh, we were yeah. just laughing it was fun. fun so i'm having fun sex with this girl nice that is my gay sex from this week love it a note on boob energy you guys seen the movie spirited away yes <laughs> you know the like figure that follows a little girl around yeah. yeah that's like my boobs that's the energy that's the energy just that's like a really mysterious kind of like with the mask the the floaty yeah that's my boob energy they're just <sighs> i love that <sighs> except when i'm cold then everything changes they get perkier when you're cold yeah big time i've heard that yeah. i had a girl tell me that my boobs look perkier when my nipples were hard. i have really big areolas so when it's really cold all of a sudden they shrink oh, and, it and literally cha changes the shape of the entire of the yeah wow. wow isn't that crazy boob so energy man my nipples are hard more times than not mm. wow good for you yeah and thank you um <laughs> it does make it difficult though sometimes to wear i like i was uh, self-conscious about uh, wearing shirts no don't be nips nips are in baby and that's the thing i didn't realize i didn't realize that nips are in 
and I, I realized that um, a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> enjoy like, it. Nips yeah. have slipped into the zeitgeist, one could say. <laughs> Nips <laughs> slip into the zeitgeist. Well, that's my gay sex story. What's up, everyone? It's Tana Mojo, and we're still canceled. Our podcast, Canceled with Tana Mojo, is back, and my favorite clean girl, Brooke Schofield, is by my side. We've grown up ever so slightly since our last episodes, and we're so excited to dive back into what's going on in our personal lives, gossip about pop culture, talk about lessons we continue to learn, and bridges we continue to burn. It's going to be wild, hilarious, and probably a little bit messy. So pause whatever show you're listening to right now and go follow Canceled with Tana Mojo on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. So you don't miss out on your weekly dose of chaos as we laugh at each other, laugh at our own lives, and maybe even give you a little advice along the way. Woohoo! Lou, did you have gay sex this week? Actually, I did. Uh, it was someone I, I met on the apps. Oh, nice. oh cool. Um, okay, so you're single or non-monog? I'm single. Okay. I'm single. Um, this was my first gay sex at my apartment, my new apartment. Ooh, so this breaking it in. I was breaking it in. And so uh, I had this person come over and I had it set up. Like my room was set up nice. I was playing Spotify on my big ass TV. Nice. Um, and it was very good. And um, I bit their nipple too hard. You know, and that happens. <laughs> that happens. I've been there. You've been there. <laughs> Um, where I was just like, oh, sorry, because like you're gauging someone for the first time. Right, so right. The first time you're gauging is like, is this, you know, I don't I go, go too I don't go soft, if anything. Mm. I don't get hard. I don't get like really slapping around until <laughs> I'm super comfortable. That's and the thing is like I that's what I thought I was doing. <laughs> um, uh, but maybe I was too eager. Um, and there and then I had to adjust and and uh, it was great. The person yeah. was very cute. Um, nice. there was a lot of making out, which is the thumbs up oh, for me. I love, I making, love out. making out. I love making out. So there was a lot of making out in between. There was more than just a Butterfinger mini <laughs> 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 uh, 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 situation going on. It was literally, I ate their ass out for, I want to say an hour. Are you serious? Yeah. That like, is like was, Olympic it level. It was, it was mixed in between other things, but like, yeah. I would always go back to eating Oh, ass. that's fun. Um, and because we had the conversation, like that was the vibe. When you're with nice. a new person, do you ever, because I've gotten strep throat before. Yeah. Like, from eating ass. We've uh-huh. talked about this on uh-huh. a previous episode. And no, it happens. I I, I know that strep on their ass. I really don't Doctors know. Doctors wrote in and told me about this. Okay. they were, Yeah. People... <laughs> I have not gotten strep throat from ass eating. Maybe it's because... It's only happened to me once. Okay, maybe it's because, like, I'm built to eat ass. And so (laughs) I have the antibodies. antibodies. I have the antibodies. (laughs) Built to eat ass. I was built to eat ass. And so... And so, you know, everyone, you know, it's sort of like, it's like, oh, how does Usain Bolt does what he does? Yeah, right. It's like it's genetics. <laughs> and it's like, I can eat any ass at any point. You do, yeah. you do the 23andMe, and yeah. it's like, okay, more likely to be lactose intolerant, built to eat ass. Built to eat ass. <laughs> um, I'm just imagining you doing the, the Usain Bolt point, just like at the butthole and yeah, then going in. I'm always smiling like him while eating it. Um, it was really great. It was very fun. 
and then they left and, it was, and that was it but it was like it was like a really great and they were like thanks so much oh, that's for so, yeah, the you great ate their time. ass for a fucking hour and I mean, they left I, a tip I, yeah but they also reciprocated nice, so nice like that, ha- that happened do you, you know? allow people to eat your ass yeah he ate my ass Nice. He ate my ass and he sucked me off pretty consistently. Uh, and he enjoyed it. He he said halfway through, he "This was sounds like, like a love- perfect hookup." It was Wait, a great hookup. When you it was say a consistently, pop- meaning like there wasn't much of a break in the two. He was there for like maybe two hours. Mm-hmm. Wow. From the moment he arrived to the moment he left, we were at it. Yeah. And so I want to say an hour of that felt like I was eating his ass yeah. and then dispersed with that other time was making out him sucking me off, me sucking him off. Um, I was going to ask if you could have multiple orgasms because I know a lot of men like need a recuperation time. I've never been with a man. I have no idea what I'm talking about. And that's fine. uh, For for me, for me, it takes me a while to come. Yeah. And I actually prefer to wait. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like I got edged by this guy and we were on Molly and that <gasps> shit was oh my edging. i was just talking like Pete about edging before yeah edging is on molly. really fun i've never been on molly so i don't know he was like a scientist about it because <laughs> he was like he was like okay you gotta take this you gotta take that that so that like the next day you're not like and i was oh, like i didn't okay. know that that was a thing yeah there's he a had, crash there's a crash well yeah i knew i knew that there was a crash i didn't know you I could just avoid assumed it. that you could that you couldn't avoid it yeah that was inevitable wait this is great information for the listener if you like to I wish we only hooked up once. It was a one-time hookup, but he had liquids and I want to say powders, but but like it he was, was a warlock. He was kind of like he was an alchemist, like all his days. Eyebrow, his uh, eyebrows were curling up. Uh-huh. He had this a stunning white beard. <laughs> um, they had a whole thing. And the next day, I felt fine. Wow, nice. I, um, and he had he brought two Gatorades with him. I didn't, I didn't know that that was a thing. And I don't think it's a thing. I just think sometimes sometimes it's also a mental thing. Sure. I don't know how he much he had a the... sponsorship with Gatorade, so he brought <laughs> yeah, us along. Yeah, uh, he had an edge sponsorship. He had an edge sponsorship. <laughs> Built to eat ass. <laughs> uh, he he should have gotten an edge sponsorship because he was very good. He was very he, good. he was like an edge master, like that's what he does. He was yeah, that was his thing. Yeah. And I was just like, and I was curious. And yeah. I was like, let's fucking go. And I was like, wow, this was great. Yeah. I don't know if this is something I want to do all the time, but you know what? This is a skill that I now am like, oh, I want to acquire this. Yeah. So I start I started to do some of the things that he does mm-hmm. that he did to me, but it wasn't it's not the same. But it's like, you know, you try to figure you try to yeah. figure out what works for you. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's a, that's a segue into edging. But yeah, that time with that person was great. Nice. Um, we'll probably hook up. Yeah. Again. Exciting. Um. So yeah, very fun. The only nice. question that I have for you, you said you're built to eat ass, so I understand that maybe you don't have this consideration. But for me, right now, I'm not going down on other women, and they're not going down on me for emotional reasons because I'm just like too fresh out of the breakup to like do that yet. Okay. Okay. And. Ass eating, I think, right now is completely off the table. Oh. Because I truly, I'm a little bit, I a little bit don't, I'm scared. I don't want to get sick. I'm scared. You're scarred, you're scarred, you're scarred from, from the stress. Yeah, I'm scarred. <laughs> I'm scarred from the stress. <laughs> and I'm curious, do you ask anybody specific questions about, like, if I'm like, oh, God, I really just want to eat this ass. Like, how do I know? <laughs> But it doesn't um, have strength. Uh, Does your asshole come uh, to a strength? I wish strength? that was a you song. You are so traumatized. Did you, know, did, you know, did you know the Whitney Houston song, How Will I Know, is about eating ass? <laughs> uh, 
You're so traumatized, Ashley. You were shook. You were shook. To be honest, I got it twice. Maybe you're not built to eat ass. Maybe not. Maybe not. Fuck. Your 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 parents didn't expose you to enough like cold germs when you were an infant. Sad story. You're not built to eat ass. Well, I would say this. Also, it could be just a matter of make having a conversation with people and just being like get ready because i tell people up front i was like i'm going to eat your ass yeah i'm going to do that that's not something i'm not gonna do yeah so you know if if i if i if you have company over if i'm like i'm going to your living room you better have your living room ready for me um don't have like fucking chips on the floor and stuff so like maybe that's the conversation like are you telling them it's like hey i'm coming over like you know and so maybe that's the conversation that maybe i should just be honest especially if i'm like waiting to do this with someone i'm more comfortable with maybe i should just be like hey i've i've had some badass eating oh my god i don't i don't think you need to go into it i'm gonna say don't bring your trauma into it because then they're gonna be worried that their ass is gonna bother you yeah and this is what i do it's like i love eating ass And just be. I do too. Okay, it's so fun. if you and that's the it's thing, fun. I think what's happened, what's happened is you've had unfortunate experiences before. But it's like you know when people get into car accidents, they it, it's yeah, a little traumatized. You got to get back in that. You got to get back behind the wheel. Okay, it seems like you got a license, and you got to use it <laughs> because you said you love that eating ass. And who truly who does it? Um, so I, I'm just saying, you know, put on a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was that was, that was the best advice you could have gotten. Yeah, no, that's really good. It's perfect. I think it also to take this in a heartfelt direction, listener, don't let your past trauma drive your future experiences in any, whether it be ass eating or emotional, or both. <laughs> and also be aware when it happens because you will get triggered. Yeah, and part of managing your mental health when you're triggered is to have a plan to know like what you need to do. So that you can get through it quickly and without too much pain. Hmm. You know, I feel like we talk a lot about like, you don't trigger me and we don't want to trigger anybody, obviously, but it will happen. Like you will get triggered. So it's always good. In life? Yeah. Yeah. So it's always good to like, no, it for me, deep breathing. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I didn't mean to, I didn't know we were going to go this direction. No, but hey, but, listen, yeah. you were, you were traumatized by eating ass and you're, <laughs> there's going to be a trigger. You're going to run into an Absolutely. ass that's going to be like, my father is also yeah. dead, but I struggle way yeah. more yeah. with the ass eating thing. Yeah. And that's your journey. And I love that. Thank you. Like, uh, that, and that, and, and it should be, I think for most people, you know, fathers die all the time, but <laughs> You getting strep twice from eating ass? That's yeah. that's unique. That's unique. <laughs> that unique New York. That is. That's like New getting York struck by unique. lightning. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it is I'll like lightning because once you get struck by lightning, supposedly you're more likely to get struck again. Maybe because you have like lightning seeking behaviors. Yeah, so maybe you have like like strep seeking behaviors, <laughs> which is just eating ass. <laughs> no, got... it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's so well, rare. Obviously, I'm attracted to streppy buttholes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Again, like you're labeling. I think all buttholes have the potential to be streppy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to be fair, a big thing that we're forgetting is all mouths also have the potential to be yes, streppy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Far more common, I think, yes. is mouth to mouth strep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I, the doctor told this. These doctors wrote in and were like, "You can have a colony of strep in your vagina oh and on I your butthole." But I'm also, sure what you need to understand is that scientists always give the worst news. Yes, like I, like my, my mom. Worst thing to ever happen in my life was my 
my mom was in the hospital for a stroke. Like she was oh, oh, so in sorry. the ICU for, I want to say two weeks. It was crazy. Oh, that's oh really God. scary. We had our cousin who was a doctor be our advocate. Mm. And she told us everything over two weeks to hear everything that could happen to your mother potentially dying. Yeah. I was like, and that's when I realized I was like, oh, it's just sometimes it's just good to be ignorant about it. Because yeah. imagine, yeah, right. imagine if you those doctors you didn't hear for those doctors that like strep could potentially. You're right. I'd you be out there. Be fucking You'd be out every, just every ass is getting it. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Have unprotected sex, everybody. I'm kidding around. Yeah. All right. That's the name of the episode for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that you're built to eat ass. Yeah. Um, Kate, did you yes. have gay sex this week? I I had one of the one of the best kinds of gay sex you can have. Gay sex at a straight wedding. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In public? No. <laughs> it was during. Yeah, it, was it was during. It was during the vows. Yeah. <laughs> during the vows, and then again during the first dance, and then again it, a it cutting, wasn't of, even a cutting again. of the cake. It was just the continuation. You were protesting. <laughs> You were protesting. I was protesting by eating ass wedding, at, yeah. at the straight wedding. It was fun. Who's it was a, it was like a fancy hotel. Okay. So, you know. Oh, for sure. Did you part, part of, of the, like a block? The block. Yeah. yeah. So you get the good deal on the fancy hotel. Yeah. And this wedding, it was like multiple days of partying. So How did you know these people, if you don't mind my asking? My partner was friends with the groom and I was friends with the bride. Oh. And then all four, of, like all four of us are friends together. It was really fun. It was an amazing wedding. It was suit? like... I so because it was multiple days, I had to have multiple outfits. Yeah. Wow. So we went on. That's very um, gay. Expensive too. Very gay. Well, so we went to um, JC Penney during the Memorial Day, fifty percent off sale, and then I also made Chelsea open a credit card for an additional thirty (laughs) percent. That's, that's love. That's gay sex from this week. That's gay sex. We signed up for a credit card yep. that we didn't want or need and probably shouldn't have so that we could buy, buy multiple suits. suits. Yeah, that's very that's very gay. That is extremely gay. JCPenney JC has some good choices, right? They had like suits separates, I guess, which are a little more affordable. I was yeah. confusing it with Macy's. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's JCPenney wow. not good. Look at you were no. trying. You did not have to say that. No, I just, no, because I was. We would not have known. I was going into my memory palace and I thought it was JCPenney. Yeah, yeah. But it was not. And I was shook by, <laughs> you know, it was like that moment in like Ratatouille when it's like, Oof. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was like, it was like, oh, it was wrong. And so I'm, uh, not, I'm not coming for you, by the way. JCPenney, okay, okay. by the way, if anyone needs one, public bathroom. Yeah, so it was really fun. Multiple outfit changes, multiple nights at the hotel. So it was very fun. Were you feeling like gender euphoric in the suit? I took a. I, took I think some, I saw some photos and you look very nice. Thank you. I, I took some big swings, to be honest. There was moments where pretty much before any like wedding, I like will have like a dysphoric panic attack. Like this is kind of yeah. just like a guarantee. Um, but I will say the like highs of feeling good in the clothes and like good with my partner and like good on the dance floor were higher than in the past. So um, That's great. it was worth opening the credit card, I guess. Wow. <laughs> you know what? New clothes does do that. Like yeah. when you make a yeah, choice yeah. on something and you're nervous about it, yeah. particularly when you're, you're making a bold choice that's really speaks to you. Yes. It's a very vulnerable thing to put it out there. Yes. And you're just like, what are people going to say? And truly fuck other people. I, but yes. it's something that we all fucking yeah, freak course, out about. So I made a, I made a bold choice. And one of the suit jackets that I got was basically like shiny yes and i got so many comments on it which like i think i would have felt good without the comments but i think it was that kind of like confidence thing yeah. where everyone was like 
look at this bitch wearing a shiny suit like yeah. <laughs> like and was that the comment that made you feel good look at <laughs> no, this no. bitch wearing a shiny suit no that was my own internal monologue okay. everyone was very kind to me and nice they're like, oh, look at this bitch wearing a shiny suit yeah there's like i just want to say bitch <laughs> yeah. i love the shiny suit i love it um, but yeah i think it's fun to have gay sex at a straight wedding the concept is fun it's like oh yeah i'm at this like heteronormative especially because like people know that you're banging <laughs> people are like ah yeah. there are the dykes and they're yeah. or they banging. don't know i don't know what's no more i think alluring. they know because, yeah, because like with straight, with you're straight looking people, hot in yeah. a shiny suit right oh, you know yeah. chelsea's looking hot very femme and yeah. people are like like everyone <laughs> everyone knows they're in the fancy hotel every couple there is gonna have also sex. you guys were right, like right. open mouth kissing the whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah we didn't talk to anyone because we were attached at the lips the entire time <laughs> yeah no every time someone complimented me on the suit they were like you look great you're gonna have great fucking sex <laughs> it is a thing though like if you're feeling good you might as well top it off you need a little yeah. cherry on top yeah but don't you think that straight people well, I feel like I be I started this pod being very like let's include straight people because we do have a lot of straight listeners, but now I'm like they're I really do talk like they're the enemy. <laughs> well, I think you know it, it's the same way the same way we queer people look at straight people. I look at white people, mm -hmm. and it's like, hey, listen, you don't know what you're doing, um, <laughs> but also you're the constant villain to my narrative. <laughs> so it's like with straight people, straight people are the constant villain to our narrative. Um, we literally started the podcast talking about uh, boys throwing penis icicles. Yeah, you're right. So it's you're like, right. it's not like it's not true. uncalled for. It's like, oh, wow, why why are people attacking me? It was like, you're attacking first. Right, right. So, it, and it's a collective you. And I think that's yeah. why straight that's, people that's feel That's the bad. thing. Yeah, you they're like, can't, yeah. If, you're, if you are listening, I've been thinking about this a lot because I'm writing some jokes about it. If you feel individually attacked by that as a white person, that's such a red flag. I think it's an invitation for self-examination. Yeah. Yeah. If like, you're, and there's, and I think all of it is, is that there's a shame there. Mm -hmm. There's a shame. And as a gay person, I know shame. Right. And right. it's just, you put it away. You put it away yeah. and you hide it. Right. And all it does is fester and grow. Right. And you're protecting this ugly little mo monster that lives in your uh, addict. Right. And then when someone's like, hey, what's that noise? They're like, it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. There's nothing right. there. Right. And it's like, no, there's something there. Right. Right. Um, and it's the same thing with straight people. And they're, they're like, gay stuff is weird. The fact that right. they only look at us based on our sexuality, which is like, also like, please do. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> The fact that like that is it, but there's so much more yeah, right, about yeah, it. Yeah. And it's, and you know, they should see us for the power that we have in mm. terms of yeah. finding ourselves in a world that is telling us that we're wrong when we were a hundred percent right. Mm. There's power in that. And straight people don't realize that because they don't know. And I, I think also the power to just like, not have to play by all the different rules like with the way that we dress and how we inter how we flirt and how we interact yeah. with each other like it's very powerful and i do think that freaks people out but i just feel like when i'm surrounded by straight people and i have like a significant other they are like weirdly i don't even mean this in a bad way but they're like yeah you guys you guys you guys have gay sex you know <laughs> in a way that they don't do to other couples like you yeah. are you know right. they're kind of thinking about it when they look at There's you. There's like a couple there with four kids and nobody's like, they're fucking tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're, but, but it's also like, I kind of weirdly think it's funny. Mm. I want people to think how I'm having sex and who I'm having sex with at all times. 
Okay, and, wait, give me a minute. Um, <laughs> I mean, I pretty much descri- kind of Yo, described. Yeah, yeah we, we did. We, we did yeah, hear about it. Uh, I was built for it, and so, but <laughs> I think that is that is such a great. I think that I think that's a, a pod, like you're looking at them as like being silly little children because that's how I look at it. Yeah, that's how I look at straight people and yeah. how they view sex. I was like, that's why I say kid shit. I was like, right, when right. I look at adults talking about sex, for the most part, it's immature. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a mature conversation. And also, like, it should be. It should be fun and silly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think sex is fun and silly. Yeah. Um, we all look silly doing it. Um, <laughs> it, it a third, any third party watching sex is like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> any third party. Oh, God. And then any, when you become the third party immediately after, that's a, that's a that hurts. Or, that, like, during, like, catching yourself in a mirror. Oh, my Whoa. God. God. <laughs> My ex had multiple mirrors. I don't think I ever Some people love it, but for me, it's yeah too much. When Chelsea and I first started dating, we were in college, and I had one of the best rooms because the way you got the best rooms was through this, like, lip sync competition. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a liberal arts no, college. That, that, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> And I didn't even have to compete. It was like, because I, I wasn't like on campus or something. So like two two guy friends of mine competed, won the lip sync competition. And then I got to just like pick the best room. Oh, so I had like a big you room with them. Yeah. So I had like a big room with like a full bed. There was like a love seat and a chair and then like the desk that they give you. So nice. there was like a lot of furniture nice. in the room. I, I was like extremely lucky. And when I first started dating Chelsea, she was like, we're rearranging this room. <laughs> she's very good at it she's extremely good at like placemaking i guess but when we rearranged it the like college dorm doors have mirrors on them and i and i could uh, see myself in the mirror and yeah. i was like Ugh. yeah i think i was like jacking off one morning and i was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> who is that <laughs> not me that could not possibly be me yeah i get gender dysphoria when i see myself in the <laughs> fucking mirror i'm like who's this bitch why is this I, yeah. woman, this this mom, what is this mom doing in my fucking apartment? I'm like, who's, whose uncle is in my room? <laughs> Get this asshole out of here. And then I was like, oh, it's me. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> well, I know you have to run and we're right at time. Where can people find you? Yes. Right now, I'm just focused on this theater. So the squirrel NYC Dot com. Check us out, the Squirrel NYC, at all the socials. Um, we're having shows and stuff. I'm slowly getting back out into the world and doing things. I'm trying to find my voice. Yeah. Because, oh, I, you know. I think you have it. I mean, I have it, but it's a matter of how do I package it yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure because you're looking for, for like the right megaphone for, for sure. your voice exactly sure. i'm yeah. like i love like i'm comfortable being me but it's a matter of how how do i channel this yeah in a fun way socially because i do want to perform and i do want to hang out with friends but i don't want to only do it at my theater the way i look mm-hmm. at our theater is like we're a place in a larger community yeah mm-hmm. i think the new york comedy community we all need to especially as queers we all need to just be like hey yeah like let's hang let's do stuff it's like this yeah. is that's, weird that's one it's of so the weird. best things yeah. about podcasting yeah. is like there's a different mentality than with comedy i found comedy i think people really genuinely believe it's a zero-sum game mm-hmm. and especially when you're queer and i'm sure this happens with people of color as well you feel like there's only so many roles and like it just feels really weirdly competitive mm. whereas like the internet and podcasting like you're just like infinite, infinite opportunity space. and yeah. i hope that that happens more with the comedy community yeah i think it, i think it will i think where i think it just takes a couple of people to just make that choice 
and then it'll spread like wildfire because I think people this is that's what people want. I mean, we're desperate for connection in general, yep. and that's why we latch onto these like toxic web websites and, and apps. <laughs> it's like, oh, but what if we just did it for real? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what if we did yeah. the actual connecting for real? Like, yeah. this is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I love this so much. Thank you oh, for so much for you. having oh, yeah. me. Yeah, again, I'm being coming. a mom. You were, like, no, I love this, and we should just hang. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I would love send to. you articles. You can send me articles. I will. I will. <laughs> you are welcome back anytime. You're wonderful. Yeah. And thank, oh, thank you for you. your openness. You're so open. Oh, thank you. Um. That's it. I'll just, I'm We're gonna. Done. Nope, that's it. Yeah, that's it. One more time for the next month, Cool Hand Movers is going to be matching Patreon donations and donating it to the Queer Detainee Empowerment Project. And they're also giving you 10% off uh, coolhandmovers.com. Say that you are a WHGS listener when you tell them how you heard about them. Um, so thank you so much, Cool Hand Movers. And gay thought time. Gay thought time. This one's a little more uh, introspective. There are a lot of like program, program is not the right word, but yeah, I guess programs with major networks and like different festivals and stuff like that for comedians and artists and writers and things uh, to apply for, especially people of color and queer people and maybe just uh, people who are not represented well in comedy and we all apply for them and we all compete against each other for them and I've done them I've never won one because the whole thing is rigged uh but <laughs> like I sound like Donald Trump <laughs> if 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 I don't win if I don't win it's rigged it's rigged it's fake news it's fake stand up comedy we all hate them and it's supposed to be like an opportunity for artists who are not adequately represent, rep represented in the field to like have opportunity, but it's always a competition and only a few get it and they should just be like, instead of like making us do that, they should just be properly representing us. And also I've just always found that they want they want to find what they think America wants in a queer person or a person of color that's going to be on their TV or writing for their late night shows or whatever. They, that's what they want. The image of the palatable minority. And it's so frustrating because that person doesn't exist. The perfect... Because the perfect minority is a whitewashed or a straightwashed or a cis-washed version of who queer people actually are I hate it so much and what I'm trying to do with this podcast is represent different types of people just as they are and let them bring the stories that they want to bring and the stories that I want to bring and imagine that it resonates with all you guys and it resonates with straight people so that's what I'm going to keep trying to do with my comedy and art and shit and thank you for supporting me yeah all right, let's uh let's read some Patreon donations. Matching those donations for the QDEP project, we have Cool Hand Movers helping us out with editing services for the next month. Let's pull these up right now. Thank you guys for donating. You get free tickets, you get bonus content, bonus episodes, uncut video episodes, stand-up comedy, all kinds of cool stuff because you're donating. So thank you so much. We're just taking a second to pull it up. 
on Instagram, we have Be The Best Bob. On Instagram, we have Caitlin Lane. On Instagram, we have Meanie, <laughs> M-E-A-N-E-Y. On Instagram, we have Kate underscore Brent. On Instagram, we have Maddie.mo2. On Instagram, we have Ray K. Ray Bill. The first Ray is A-E. The second Ray is A-Y. On Instagram, we have Avery underscore 8719. On TikTok, we have The Real Grace. On Instagram, we have Avery 0420. On Instagram, we have Chansey.C. Chansey is spelled C-H-A-N-C-I-E. <laughs> On Instagram, we have D.Anya. On Instagram, we have Absurdna, A-P-S-U-R-D-N-A. On Instagram, we have danielle.in.co. On Instagram, we have hannah21victoria. On Instagram, we have Bella Rindoni. On TikTok, we have Jay Missing. On Instagram, we have love underscore ya underscore lots. Lots with a Z, love without the E. On Twitter, we have Iconic Indigo. On Instagram, we have Marissa Celine. On Instagram, we have Little North Bird. On Instagram, we have Hannah Shields underscore. And I think that's all we have time for today. Thank you guys so much for donating. There's a lot of these shout outs to get through. So if you're listening, just keep listening. You'll get yours. Um, shoot me a message on Patreon if you don't. Look at you. Look at you, you little cutie. You're a little cutie. Yeah, you have a great week, you little cutie. <laughs>